back. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for downloading. And thank you for listening to Top 5 Records Podcast. Thanks for coming back to part four and the final section of April Awesomeness, our Top 5 Records Podcast version of the best song of all time. I'm host number one, Goose. And I'm host number two, Luke. Uh, two rounds have gone. We are going to the third round right now. And in this show, we go straight to the end. Now we only leave this room with a champion. We're down to the Sweet 16. We're down to the final group that really matters eh, for now. Then we'll get to the Elite Eight. Then that's all that matters. And then, of course, the Final Four and the Finals. So we're just building the suspense, as they say in the movie biz. Here is the first battle we have in the round of 16, the Sweet 16. We have Bob Dylan, Like a Rolling Stone, versus The Beatles, Yesterday. This is a truly iconic battle. Iconic songs, iconic artists, but that might not mean anything to you. What does that mean to you? If you listen, Goose, using the word iconic last episode... This episode, it's just going to be. I'm gonna really I'm, like all the time. I'm actually I'm gonna make a vow right now. I will not use that word again. <laughs> Iconic is gone from my vocabulary. Uh, it's a really tough decision in terms of, of of songs and artists and everything. It's like there's no angle that I can find that makes it a little bit easier. So. I choose Like a Rolling Stone just because I enjoy it a little bit more than yesterday. So far, when we've been doing this, these battles, many times I've been able to predict, before we even get to the, to the discussion, I can predict between what I'm feeling and what I think Luke is going to pick, and I've been able to kind of write into my little chart here what I think is going to be the next one. I don't know if I can do that with any of these, these eight battles, to be honest with you. There's one that I think I'm pretty sure what the choice is going to be, but... The other ones all could go either way. Uh, I'm this one. I'm going with you. Like a Rolling Stone, change music. It changed the radio. People heard that snare snap, and all of a sudden ears perked up and they said, "What the hell was that?" Yesterday doesn't do that. Yesterday is a great song. I didn't even want it to go to the round two, so of course I'm not thinking for round three. But in arguing the two, because that's what we're having here, it's not that feeling when you hear yesterday you know it like a rolling stone changes your ears it picks you up out of your seat and says what am i hearing this is not something you get from yesterday like a rolling stone has to go on no doubt about it no doubt about it next back to the guitar hero god matchup perhaps the greatest guitarists in the world that the world has ever seen arguably i'm not saying they are but you could make a case for it jimmy hendrix purple haze at least the best guitar players on our tournament, now, in this round of our tournament. I'll give you that. We have Hendrix, Purple Haze versus Clapton, Derek and the Dominoes, Layla. I... Also, a match that no angle makes it easier if you go song-wise, if you go artist-wise, if you go history importance. If, uh, like, the only angle you could try to go is who came first, but that would be so unfair. <laughs> uh, and I would just have to go with I'm a, a Clapton fan I have all DVDs I love what he does and I will I will have to give it to him Layla pieces together two different types of songs you have the the, the rock part and then the, the coda with the piano which was written by the drummer if I'm not mistaken 
and it makes it one song. Like, these two perfect pieces go together to make it even more perfect, in my opinion. To me, you, you can make an argument for either one, but when it comes down to what I'm going to bring to a desert island, I'm going to listen to Layla. I'm not going to listen to Purple Haze. I'm going to go with Layla. Goes on to the next round. No-brainer. No-brainer. Next up, Redemption Song by Bob Marley versus Billie Jean, Michael Jackson. I'm going to go first. I think in the last episode, I talked about the place, the, stat, the, the status of the song in terms of history. It also is in my heart. I love Billie Jean. I love Redemption Song. I think maybe lyrically, okay, the Redemption Song is a better song. But when you take the whole, all the pieces of the puzzle and, and actually put it on the table, Billie Jean kicks the ass of, Re- of Redemption Song. Yeah, I don't even like reggae. Like I, I'm, I'm, I, I try to recognize its importance and its quality, but it's not something I would listen like ever. While <laughs> Billie Jean is awesome. So, and, and this is the April awesomeness. That's a good point. Torment. So we have to go with the awesome one. Next, Billie Jean. Next up, Purple Rain. Prince, I Walk the Line, Johnny Cash. Hello. I'm Johnny Cash. I, I, I have, in this one, I have to go against my fandom of Cash and give it to Purple Rain. It's just more awesome. It just brings more to the table than Walk the Line. You look a little bit surprised. I am a little surprised. I'm a little shocked. Uh, Purple Rain is a masterpiece that I think you don't see every day and I Walk the Line is a great song a fantastic song better than Hey Jude but I don't think it can compete up against Purple Rain when you look at it um, in terms of the feeling that you get when you hear that song you know my head bops when I hear I Walk the Line and I grew to it hard but when I hear Purple Rain I stop I listen to it I'm not just hearing I'm listening to it you feel it a lot to me, Purple Rain is, goes on without a doubt. If it was Prince against Cash, I would probably go Cash just because I like him more. But considering songs, I have to go Purple Rain. It's more representative. It's more. It's more in every level. I agree. 100%. Uh, we're going to the second half, second side of the bracket, and Prince is back in there. In fact, he... Might be the only one that made it twice to the second round. No, Dylan did also. Little Red Corvette versus London Calling. Uh, time frame, they're only a couple years apart. They're both guitar-influenced, but their styles are very different. Completely different. And as a punk teen, I have to go London Calling. I, I, I don't even think about it, but it's it. I, I recognize it must be a little bit tough for you. Uh Little Red Corvette is a hell of a good song. It is. But it doesn't have the power London Calling does. Um, I think maybe uh, in terms of the way you know, the song is structured, Little Red Corvette is better like as a song structure. Uh, but the, the, the power from the, the, the beat that you get from London Calling, boom, 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 you don't get from, from Little London Red Corvette. London Calling is a call to action. If, if you work in, with marketing, if you work with, uh, uh, especially with, game design and, and, and stuff like that, they always talk about the call to action being what you want your, your consumer to, to do and for you, to help you. 
And, and London Calling is a huge call to action to, to live. And that's amazing. It's just fucking awesome. And that's April Awesomeness. London Calling moves on. The Clash, welcome to the Elite Eight. Next up, Born to Run versus What's Going On. Bruce versus Marvin. Go. I, 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 I have nothing. You have nothing. You have I no have opinion. Nothing. I'm glad that we're partners. Uh, I'm a huge Springsteen fan. Luke mentioned about his love for Clapton and all the DVDs. I'm, I mean, I love Clapton, and I don't, I can't claim to have every DVD by him, but I love Clapton. However, Bruce is my Clapton. There, I have all the DVDs. I have every album. I've seen him. I don't know, twelve, fifteen times in concert. To me. While Born to Run's not my favorite song from him, and I don't even know if I would put... I know I know for a fact I wouldn't even put it in my top ten Springsteen songs, and I think What's Going On is such a fucking great song. Springsteen's number 12th song or 20th song or whatever is better than Marvin Gaye's one or two song, which is not to slight Marvin Gaye. It's really like saying, you know, which hand do I like better? Um, but Bruce goes ahead. Bruce moves from me into the Elite Eight. That... I, I, I back that up. Excellent. For sure. Thank I you. I back that up. For sure. Next up, Johnny B. Good versus Mr. Robert Zimmerman blowing in the wind, Bob Dylan. Two, two older songs, but two very different styles. Two, I, I would say... <laughs> <laughs> ah, you almost <laughs> so did it! So close. So close, but I caught myself. Fuck yeah. Two masterpiece, uh, masterpieces and two masterful artists. But I have to say that Johnny B. Good is what helps propel rock and roll. And while lyrically blowing the wind, if we're talking lyrics, blowing the wind blows it away. However, again, when you talk about powerful uh, feeling by hearing the song, I, I, I have to sit and really listen to blowing the wind to get that kind of feeling because it's the lyric that's not so much the, the power of the music. To me, the power of the music of Johnny Be Good comes out much stronger. It's just, if you imagine my situation growing up, I, I didn't speak English when I was 11, 12, 13. And if I listened to Blowing in the Wind, I was just like, yeah, you know. And then if you put me to listen to uh, Johnny Be Good, I would, you know, bop my head and listening to the guitar solo and say, well, that, that's great. So it transcends lyrics. It transcends language. So I, I, I fully support it going to the next round. Excellent. We're actually having a lot of agreement, which is good in some ways, but it's a little more fun sometimes the battle. But, you know, when we're looking for the best song, we want, you, we want, we want it to be joined together at the hip like this. So I'm glad that we're actually seeing things the same way. Uh, we have our final Sweet 16 battle. Style-wise, style wise, they flow. Imagine John Lennon, Hallelujah, Jeff Buckley. To me, these are two equally brilliantly written songs. If it was going against almost everybody else in this competition, Hallelujah would move on. But, but it's ima Imagine. It's Imagine. And it's a, Imagine is a song that really... While you just talked about how the lyrics aren't, you know, don't matter, didn't matter so much to you when you were 11 or 12, and to many people around the world who speak no English, you know, lyrics like Blow in the Wind will not capture anyone's attention. 
even though you have a similar um, uh, political and emotional attachment with these songs that they're trying to get at, and you're Imagine does do that, and that's how that's how fucking powerful that song is. That it can transcend language. Yeah, I I know a lot of people that don't speak English, but they sing along. They 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 go imagine all the people, and and I I, I don't know if they know what they're saying, but it moves them, and and that is awesome. <laughs> that's what goes in here. So, and then with this, we, final, we, we finalize the third round, right? That is the Sweet 16's final performance here. We are down to the Elite Eight. We are down to four battles. None of them are going to be easy. They, these are truly going to be difficult, I think, all four of them. Uh, let's move on. Let's go to the Elite Eight. We have let's do this. Bob Dylan, Like a Rolling Stone, versus Layla, Clapton, Dominoes, Clapton and the Dominoes with Dwayne Allman. Uh, I don't know. It's hard. I, I, it's, it's, it's my subjectivity going against my objectivity. It's, it's what I love and what I like versus uh, what I know is great. Well, to be honest with you, they're both I, great. Yeah, it's, it's. It's, but I don't know how much, like, I, I cannot be completely objective about Layla's greatness just because I love it so much. Right. So I, I, I don't really know, like, in a scale from 1 to 100, if Layla is the 170, I think it is. Right. You know what I mean? So it, it's hard for me to, to, to really measure in this in this. Uh, 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 matchup, but I, 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 I would have to go with Layla just because of my fandom for Clapton. But if you want to go with the statistics and the numbers, I, 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 I can go that way too. Rolling Stone put "Like a Rolling Stone" as the number one song of all time. Yeah, that, that's what I meant. Um, <laughs> and it is a song that is arguably the greatest song ever. That's it, it's something that you can easily make a case for. Um, yeah. I'm going to have to go with you, though, and agree with you on Layla that it's a song to me that just means so much more to me. And, uh, you know, you can also look at the way a song is structured when you say, okay, like a Rolling Stone, the performance there, I talked about the, the snare, uh, snare hit, the power of the organ... Uh, by Al Cooper, uh, but when you go and listen to the the version on the the um, unreleased version that he he put out about twenty five years ago in three four time, doesn't have the same power. When you go listen to the version of it that he did on Budokan, it doesn't have the same power. When you go listen to Layla and you go listen to it unplugged, when you think okay, it doesn't have the piano coda, it doesn't have the the guitar from Dwayne Allman, it doesn't have that little bird sound at the end that that makes you like oh tweet tweet tweet, it's still powerful, which it's, makes Layla a better still, song in my it's opinion. It's still really really powerful, and uh, I yeah, I, amen brother, amen. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, let's f- go from sixties and seventies. Powerhouses to 80s Titans. Titans. Michael Jackson's Billie Jean versus Prince in the Purple, Purple Prince of the Purple Rain. But, Prince of the Revolution. Purple Rain. Two pretty fucking good songs. 
I see by the struggle in your face to be able to even open your eyes that this, you're going to have trouble with this one. No, actually, I, I, I go Prince because I'm a guitar man and it's a guitar-oriented song. So uh, I, I, I go with my bro. <laughs> but it's n- no statement in terms of quality or success or you know the power of it to move people. It's just me defending my race. Of guitar players, I was like, I'm like, what race are you? Um, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, I love Billie Jean, but Purple Rain is a song that sticks in my head that doesn't want to leave, and I don't want it to leave. Uh, you know, hearing the guitar, hearing, seeing it when it's played live, feeling the passion he plays out of it, I go with Purple Rain. It's pretty easy for me to be honest with you. Uh, Billie Jean might have passed a lot of the other, even some of the other artists here, but Purple Rain goes on for me. Uh, we're flipping sides. The other side, London Calling, The Clash versus Born to Run, The Boss. This, this is one. tough one because I know how you feel about London Calling. You know how I feel about The Boss. Yeah. The, the, Jersey Strong. Yeah. Now, now I think we'll have the, the, the craziest matchup because for sure, I, I'm, I'm sure you picked Born to Run. Give me your side of the and, story. And you're sure I picked London Calling. Give me your side of the story. Give me your argument. Defend your choice, sir. Let's go. Well, first of all, okay, Clash is part of a huge uh, uh, revolutionary movement in music. But different from many of its representatives, they were great musicians doing it. It was not about only the three-chord structure and anyone can play. It was about we can do this simple structure and make it great and shove it up your face and take it up out of your ass and shove it in your face again and make you sing it with me and that is something that you cannot find everywhere london calling does that even if you are a person that stops and oh this punk kids they are horrible and this is not music like when you listen to Ramones or Smashing Pumpkins or, or, or uh, uh, Sex Pistols, when you go and listen to London Colin, you're like, oh, well, yeah, uh, you hesitate because it's so great. Um, first of all, I'd like to say, please stay away from my face and my ass. I want nothing to do with you getting near either part and... Involving the two together. That said, you talked about the Clash being part of a... I don't think you use the word revolution, but like a musical Revolutionary genre. movement. Thank you. Uh, you have no idea the power of the Jersey Shore and their revolutionary abilities to change the way that you look at life. And whether it's you know uh, Broadway Mary, whether it's the ocean. Um, plus, you mentioned about the great musicianship of the Clash... And Snooky and the situation, None great of them are Jersey actually, heroes. They're not from Jersey. They just are in Jersey. That doesn't. That's not fair. Um, they're all Long Island people. Uh, so so, fuck off. Um, when you talk about musicianship, you talk about the E Street Band. You talk about Danny Federici. You talk about Roy Bitton. You talk about, um, uh, oh my God, how can I forget the guy's name? 
Holy crap, the keyboard player before you were putting that. Oh, my God. I, David Sanchez. Jesus fucking Christ. Cut that out, Bill. Um, you talk about the, 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 the power of Clarence Clemens on stage playing his horn. You talk about the, the, the sidemanship of little Steven Van Zandt, Miami Steve. You talk about the drums of May, mighty Max Weinberg. And all of it comes down to the fact that you see Springsteen going on stage with said Steve, Steve Van Zandt, Dave Grohl, Elvis Costello, and saying this song is part of how I got here, and he plays London Calling. It's London Calling. There you go. That was a high five. Thank you. That's high five. Amazing. High five. London Calling somehow beats the boss. I can't believe I did that, but it's true. The thing is, it doesn't beat the boss. Yes, it does. No, 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 no. In this case, it was more like uh, the boss, you know, plays it cool and, you know, this is gives a- space to, you know, the older generation <laughs> a little bit. The older generation? Bruce is older than the Clash. Uh, the guys of the Clash? Yeah. Really? Because I thought they were adults when they were playing that stuff. Bruce was 30 when London Calling came out. Really? Mm-hmm. I, I had no. I thought that the guys from Clash was, were like thirty something, and no. Bruce would, was younger than them. Bruce Bruce's first album came out five years, uh, really? four or five years before the first Clash. Album. Okay, I don't think the listeners want to listen to me learning about music, so I think it's we a, should it's move a, on. It's an educational <laughs> podcast as well as music. It is true. Um, That's completely new to me. There you go. Next, the last battle royale. There's my WWE reference for you. You're welcome. Uh, the Elite Eight takes us with Chuck Berry's Johnny Be Good versus John Lennon's Imagine. Um, to me, it's really... Uh, we talked about how Johnny Be Good beat Blowing in the Wind because of the lyrics um, being not so important to a, a universal feel. We talked also about how Imagine transcends that. And while Chuck Berry... M- you know, basically invented rock and roll. Him and Bill, you want to give Bill Haley a little credit, sure. But Chuck Berry is what pushed it to not just be a one-hit wonder of a concept. Uh, imagine transcends and takes it takes it for me. Yeah, that that's a- exactly the argument I had. Like uh, uh, Johnny B. Good is great. Everybody dances to it. Everybody bows his head to it. It's amazing. But imagine, even if you don't know the language, you sing it. <laughs> like you 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 know it. Everybody knows it and sings it and, you know, knows what it's about. And that is not easy to find out there. We are now down to the final four. We have four songs remaining. We had 64 artists show up to the competition, and there's only four standing. We have Layla. We have Purple Rain. We have London Calling, and we have Imagine, and they go in that order. The first battle is Imagine. No, sorry. What the hell's wrong with me? I can't even think straight. Is Layla versus Purple Rain. Two guitar gods. Prince is a guitar god. Uh, even if he's an 80s icon. I'm not iconic. I didn't use the word, but he's an icon. Different. Uh, truly two masterpieces. Again, could go either way. Happy with either way. But Layla stays with me more than, than Purple Rain does. Barely. Yeah, but in, Layla in, does. in a very personal level, I, I choose Layla. Uh, uh, if if you said that I had to be objective, I I, I maybe 
couldn't. Right. But since I can, it's our podcast. We choose the rules. We do what we and want. You can choose it just by the things you like more. I like Layla more because I like Clapton more. It, but it doesn't mean I don't like Prince and Purple Rain. It's just that little bit boost of, of personal uh, 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 connection. Just So, Layla goes to the finals. We have our final four competition here. Saturday night, second game. London Calling versus Imagine. Very different styles. Number 15 on the top 100, 500 chart for Rolling Stone for London Calling. And number three for Imagine. This is a tough one. Uh, we've talked now, you know, we've waxed poetic about our love for these songs. There's not much more to say about these. It's simply now looking at the two and saying, which one do I groove on more? And for me, Imagine goes stronger than London Calling because of how I feel when I hear that song. When I watch a, a school full of resilient kids singing during the Christmas holiday period about peace and imagine and all the possibilities, while London Calling might be a song that makes me rock and makes me feel, yeah, I want to, mm, Imagine does more for me. Takes me to another level that I don't think London Calling does. You don't like that answer. You were hoping for London Calling. Yeah, no, no. The thing is, the same way I choose Layla in a very personal liking level, I, I, I would choose London Calling in a personal liking level. But I can't... In this case, it's easier for me to step down of this subjectivity and go objective. I, I know uh, 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 that Imagine is just bigger in, in the, worldwide. So I, I, I'll give it to them. Well, uh, maybe you, you like London Calling better. I, I you do. recognize that Imagine is is, is bigger. It's, it's a bigger bigger piece of the puzzle. I, I think that's a, a, the word. It's bigger in, in, in like in people's minds and, and, and you know in common knowledge of the world. Setting us up for a final match. We are here at the last step of the process. We have on one side of the fence, Derek and the Dominoes. Eric Clapton peering over, guitar in hand, waiting for the battle against John Lennon, sitting alone at his piano, the white piano you see in his, the movie, playing a simple tune by himself. Where do you go? Clapton, Lennon, Lennon, Clapton, Layla, imagine. imagine I go Layla. Clapton. I go Clapton. I, I, I just love Clapton. Clapton was in my final bracket. Against London Colin. So, Clapton goes. I, I have no, no other way to put it. I just adore his music, his guitar style, his licks. Even the, the simple riffs that he repeats basically in every solo that are <laughs> his signature. I love that. It's, it's amazing. It's funny because I did know your final two. I didn't know where you, how you got to there, but I saw your final two uh, truly by accident. Uh, my final two are Layla and Imagine. I had them going to the final two. I don't remember. London Calling, uh, actually, I had all four, all my final four. I had Layla, Purple Rain, London Calling, and Imagine in my final four. Um, see, I, I, look at the, I think of it the same way. While I might enjoy... Listen to a performance of Layla 
more than I do than imagine, it goes back to the bigger piece of the puzzle. And I say, think imagine is a bigger piece of the puzzle when I think of the way music is and the way that music looks to be and the way it looks to try and take a listener and put it somewhere. And the power of the music of Layla does that, but the lyrics, to me, go above and beyond that with the, with the song. However, I'd like to propose that we have, because this is truly a battle that I don't think we can decide between us, and I don't think it's fair to go statistically on this one. Even though, statistically, Layla would win. Uh, sorry, Lo, Imagine would Imagine win. win. But I think we go a different route, and we, we declare co-champions on this one, because I don't think we can really make a, a truly valid discussion of which song is better on this I one. I propose we make it even better. Go to our Facebook page. There will be a poll there. And you, the listener, vote. Excellent idea. We're going to put up a poll after this podcast goes up live. We will put up a poll and have hope that all of you out there will go to our page and simply make a click. Tell us which song you like better. Is it Clapton with his friend Mr. Allman? Or is it John by himself singing a sad tune of hope? No, I guess it's not a sad tune of hope. A, hope of, a song of hope, a song of of peace and a song of love tell us what you think truly you help make the final decision we can't decide it's too hard it's we'll, too we'll hard also count the twitter votes with the hashtag t5r Layla and t5r imagine so you guys will decide for me and for Goose, it's impossible. For Can't two people, one will vote one, the other will vote, and it will be a tie. And statistics in this case will not Can't do it do for us. So the voice of the people will do it. Thank you so much for listening. Tell us how you feel. Here's our information. Come find us on Facebook. We're Top 5 Records Podcast. We always send out little messages saying, hey, come, come check us out. Do it. Come see us. Come vote. Come find us at T5R Record. No, T5R Podcast. Let me say that one time clearly. Come find us on T5R Podcast on Twitter. Hashtag T5R Layla. Hashtag T5R Imagine. Have your vote be heard. Make your voice be strong. Tell the world how you view these two songs and say no. Fuck you, Clapton rules, or fuck you, it's Lennon. There's a reason he's a Beatle, because he's Lennon. Whatever you decide will be the final vote. We'll tell you in our next episode how it goes. We want to hear from you, the listeners. You can also find me at the underscore goose on Twitter. And I'm at Lucas underline P0. You can find us in top5recordspodcast.com. There you will find Beat's blog where you can find out all about music. You will find Luke's Corner, where you can geek out with me about stuff that it's not music. We're and, on Tumblr, too, aren't we, Tumblr? Uh, Instagram, Instagram. We're on Instagram as at T5R Podcast. There you like, go. You can find us everywhere. There's no excuse not to have and your And as I promised, there will be a YouTube channel in the future with the, our first video, the Goose reacting to 1989 just because he doesn't oh. want to listen <laughs> That's going to be amazing. Uh, that was Top 5 Records Podcast for this week, folks. Thanks for coming back to us. Thanks for, pot- for potting with us. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for listening. Without you guys, it's just me and Luke talking to each other. Ciao.